0: Hello and welcome to The Weekly Yes, a podcast where two best friends talk about their joint mission to say yes to life. I am your host, Yara Scottfjord, and co-host is my bestie, the amazing Kristen Garen. On today's episode, Kristen and I talk about big changes and bold moves, we talk about how giving 70% during a performance is more than enough, and how important it is to meet yourself where you're at instead of striving for perfection. For today's Fast Fact, I wanted to let you know that at one point in the episode, I started talking about the time I played Sally Bowles. And for those of you who don't know, Sally Bowles is one of the lead characters in a famous musical and movie called Cabaret. Some of you might remember Liza Minnelli with a very short haircut and a bowler hat singing and dancing on a chair. That is Liza Minnelli playing Sally Bowles. I also wanted to let you know, in case you're a first-time listener or remind you, if you have listened to our podcast before, that Kristen and I are both studying ancient wisdom that is called Kabbalah or Kabbalah. So when you hear Kristen say Kabbalistic, she's not saying capitalistic, she's saying Kabbalistic as in Kabbalah. And with that, I will drop you straight into our conversation. Enjoy. Yeah, the veil will continue it's to be thin. thin until January 6th, until 12th night, essentially. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for saying that. I was already sad. I knew this, but it, I forgot because this week is so sacred between Christmas and New Year's. I love this week so much. And I was so sad today that I feel like I am i didn't really get a chance to fully
0: enjoy it. And I was like, gosh, I wish I had just one more week of it. I do. Yeah, you still do. That's and great. even in, I don't know how it is here, but in Iceland on the 6th of January, which is called Twelfth Night, but it's actually called Thræðunderkvæld, which means the 13th night in Icelandic. There are bonfires and fireworks and stuff like it's like a, it's a celebratory so it is thing. Latin America does that. The United oh, States does not. Interesting.
1: Um, but yeah, we, it's Three Kings Day. We, I don't know why we don't do that. But yeah, that's we could have a
0: bonfire. <laughs> anyway, what did Hello. you say yes to this week? Do you want to start? What did you say yes to this week? I was forced to to say yes you to rest. Forced. I really was. I've been like bedridden for over a week. Like I'm on day 10 or 11 now of being sick. I haven't been this sick in years. And it was such a an interesting difference from because I got COVID in summer of 2021. And at the time I was working part time and I needed the hours so badly that I didn't take any time off. So I was still working. Like I was in bed and I was like on my computer. I couldn't even sit up. I was like literally lying down doing my hours. Also because I didn't test positive for the first couple of days, even though I was like crazy sick. Um, So I didn't feel like I had a legit excuse, but mostly I just needed the hours. So I was able to find so many silver linings and so much gratitude for the fact that I was sick At this point in time, because now I have a full time job and I was able to call out without losing any income. And my system was just like, oh, like I can actually rest. If I would have gotten sick earlier, it would have not been good for my teammates at work because we were in the middle of busy season. If I had gotten sick a week later, I wouldn't have been able to show up on set next weekend so there were so many i was just so filled with gratitude this whole time even though being sick always sucks but but i was like wow if it needed to happen like this was perfect timing like i was able to say yes to staying positive and saying yes to gratitude in like a really shitty and sucky situation it was actually a very magical time even even though being sick sucks so that was my week or rather the past two weeks of my of my life. Interesting. I think it was last week, last time we did this podcast. So a week
1: and a half ago that you said something along the lines of wanting to be more grateful for all of the small miracles in your life. Really? I said that, that? you either did or I dreamt it. Yana. It's one <laughs> or the other.
0: <laughs> either way, I said it, it regardless said of it the in. dimension. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did.
1: I think and I think it was the last episode, which if that is what you said, you were given that exact opportunity like immediately. Also of interest, you have done and we've talked about this so many times, your financial wellness now and how much you've transformed and not just for yourself, for your whole family and your ancestors and like how much what a huge shift that's been for you. And what a beautiful blessing this is that you were able to be so safe and protected financially what an amazing full circle thing at the end of the year to be able to see yeah i really did i transformed that in a huge way covid is a transformative virus it just is it's like the remember the black plague back in the day remember those days those good old days remember those good old days (laughs) yeah and that's it transformed the world, literally. It transformed. I remember I, I had it March 2020 right at the beginning, and it changed my life. I am a different person because I had that illness at that time. End of March, Kristen, or early April, Kristen was a very different person than middle of March, Kristen. And I just don't think it's a coincidence that it happened right before you do some three major career things, mm-hmm. right? hmm My share, my yes for the last week and a half, this is my big yes, was I decided to, and this is going to take a bit of time for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is red tape and immigration, but I decided to move to, I decided to move very far away. <laughs> well, I decided to move to a new country to start a new life altogether. I had a vision. So this all happened on Tuesday. So we we've wrapped up the podcast by 11 a.m. And by about 2 p.m., I'd taken the first steps. I made that decision right there, at 11, 15 a.m. And by 2 p.m., I'd filed the first, the initial application. And I've had a couple of meetings with, with the immigration things and everything I have to do and started the process. So that's a big yes. That's a huge <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to take a bit of time. But I, I did, I had this vision a couple of days later of there's this thing in the artist's way on the last chapter. They talk about escape velocity or exit velocity which is when you're about to leave your job, your boss gives you a huge promotion. When you're about to break up with a person, he invites you on a trip to Brazil. Why am I saying Brazil?
0: I don't know. Someone out there is in that exact conundrum.
1: I couldn't think of another country. But yeah, so that's you're about to make a huge change in your life. And then the universe says, are you sure? It's the test. Yeah.
0: It's the big test. They put it in movies as well.
1: Mm, That's true. Yeah, we see that. So I I had this vision of, I had that happen to me this week. It happened a couple, several times. (laughs) And one of the things, or maybe the biggest one is there's this apartment that I lived in Miami that I loved so much. And I wanted to buy desperately. And I tried like a year and a half, two years ago to get the realtor to get the owner to sell it to me. I was like, please, I just want to live in this. No one's living in it. It's empty I desperately wanted to live in it. And obviously, she, it was, that was immoral. (laughs) She couldn't coerce the seller to sell the apartment. She didn't want to sell it. I wanted it so badly, though. Anyway, it, it, uh, a couple months ago, I saw that it's on the market, but then sold. It was in, I don't know what the word is, but it was
0: under contract. No,
1: under contract. Yes. So somebody bought it and I was heartbroken, honestly. Just a couple months ago, I was like, I'm so sad. Like, I still was hoping I, I really wanted to live there. I had this whole vision of my life running my organization which is in Miami, working at the theaters there and I was like that that would I I have a beautiful life. It's an amazing apartment, gorgeous views, owning this place. This was the dream, right? And then about a week ago, the apartment was listed again. And it's affordable. It's in my price range. And I was just like I could freaking do this. Then I sat with it for no more than five minutes. But the way I saw it was I could make a little change in my life staying here in this apartment that I'm in right now in Jersey City, living the same life, working remotely to Miami, maybe auditioning every so often, maybe booking some stuff, doing it, having a making tiny changes, right? Like little change. Or I could make medium-sized change, which would be moving to Miami, buying that apartment. Pretty big change, but media, it's still medium. Starting to like network and work at theaters there and really go all in at Buddy's system, make it what I want it to be and, and grow it and expand it. There's a lot of potential, right? Medium change. That would also be beautiful. Both of those options are beautiful. Or I could make big change, which is what it seems like I'm doing. Yeah. So that's been the last couple of weeks or so. The big change is leaving the stable job that I have, but that I'm done with, that it's just time for something new, time for growth and moving halfway around the world. So we're, we're going with the big one and we're going to take our time to, to make sure that we do it right. Happy 2024.
0: Happy 2024. <laughs> I'll say, wow, I love that imagery of the Goldilocks three bears, like the small change, medium change, big change. When you were speaking, I, I got like a little emotional, which is very, which is mm. interesting. I was like, oh, wow, like and not in a sad way, just like in a very inspired way. Yeah, it was very inspiring. And the imagery was just so beautiful. And it's just so badass and so mm. brave. So Thank brave you. what you're doing. I have moved countries and yeah. it is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. When I did it, I was just in in my early 20s. So I was like, yeah, fine, I'll go. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. Like, you're not thinking about all of the things. But I would argue it's probably braver to do it this late in life when you know more about the world and you're more comfortable and you know more who you are and like and what you like and what you don't like like all these things and so I am I'm with you (laughs) yeah yeah Even though I'm not going with you I'm like hell yeah let's (laughs) do this that's how I feel so I'm I'm super excited about what blossoms from this I think I told you yesterday and I sent an audio to you and I was just like I am so excited for 2024 (laughs) in the Kristen Chronicles what is gonna happen I'm like at the edge of my feet. remember when we were kids and the harry potter books would come out and then you—oh my god i have to wait for the next one like you would finish it you would get it for christmas i would finish it by new year's and be like how am i supposed to wait another year until the next one comes that's how yeah. i that's how i feel right now i just want to
1: highlight something you just said because we've talked about it before of how much easier it is to make big changes when you're young and dumb oh ignorance is bliss <laughs> it is yeah. it really is and it also just makes me think of beginner's luck, the bravery or the chutzpah and the ignorance to just jump into the thing, right? There's just not as much noise. You're not stopping yourself. You're just doing it because you just don't know any better. I had fallen in love with someone who I was very far away. And that wasn't an option. In my head, it wasn't an option. I was like, this can't be because we live so far away from each other. And you had said, excuse me, my husband and I did the exact same thing, the same exact distance apart. Yep. But the difference was you did it in your 20s. Yeah. And it was just, while it was unsure, scary, and a very brave thing to do, it was just as illogical in both situations. But because you're in the second grade versus the 12th grade, yeah, it's like I didn't you don't have as much schooling to be like, this is illogical.
0: No, it's um, like you say all the time with buddy system, like if you had known yeah, how difficult yep. it was going to be, you never would have started it. If I had Stand known by. all of the challenges that we had to go through, not just in terms of bureaucracy and like paperwork and all these things, all the hoops we had to jump through for visa purposes and all of that practical stuff, but also just what it means to merge two lives together that are not from the same culture and don't speak the same language. Because in Iceland, when people leave to live in other countries for a while, like they go to study something or maybe even to work somewhere for a while, the expectation is that you come back Mm -hmm. for everybody. So people kept asking me for at least five, if not six years, after I moved to the U.S. when I was, when, not if, so when are you coming back? Yeah, I've said a couple of times to some people that you know that that ask me about this stuff is that the initial decision to to move here was actually not that difficult what's difficult is mm-hmm. choosing every year every day every month to stay yeah that's the difficult decision because also the period of time that I'm choosing to live in the states when trump was elected people were afraid they were afraid for my life because of him and then because of all kinds of other issues that are Here, I know that my mom has had so much anxiety ever since I moved here because I, knock on wood, didn't have any health insurance because I couldn't afford it and I didn't have a job that provided it. Like health insurance, gun violence, all of those things. So it's the decision to stay that was difficult because I don't know if every country is like this, but I think Iceland is especially probably because we're an island and the population is really, it's really small. So we need every person. <laughs> but it's like we need, yeah. we need all hands on deck to yeah. make society work. So the tug, like the roots are really strong in Iceland and like the energy of the land and the country. Yeah. It was only like up until a, a couple of years ago where I stopped doubting my decision. Mm-hmm. there's there yeah. was always like this tiny and Yadin and I talk about it all the time like I ask Yadin all the time because he also had to leave his home country yeah um like we talk about it all the time like you know do you sometimes think that you made the wrong choice and yeah. i've had those moments where i'm like sometimes i do you know to be quite honest like i i i do think about it like what would have happened if i had just at that point decided to to move back at the, at your year- Two or at year five or at year all those all those moments where where I there, it was a real possibility to just move back and just say no absolutely not just throw my hands in the air and be like I can't deal with this anymore whether it was the country or we were going <laughs> through stuff in our relationship or whatever or just our own personal thing that's going on and you think in your head oh if I just go back if I just go back home to the safety and to what I know and to things are going to be so much easier so it's a continuous it's a continuous choice and it's also it can be applied to a marriage. As well. Yeah. Like you choose someone and you commit to them, and then you have to continually choose them. It reminds me of the Kabbalistic principle,
1: which is the right decision. And you're trying to figure out what's the right decision to make, right? You're at the fork in the road. And the Kabbalists say the right decision is whichever choice you make with certainty. Doesn't matter. Either choice is fine, but you got to commit. And that is the right choice. Either choice, the same exact choice. Made without certainty, made looking over your shoulder. It reminds me of the Hades story. Yeah. That it's based on.
0: Orpheus and, and Eurydice.
1: That same exact choice, looking over your shoulder and being like, I don't know, like maybe I should should have gone the other way. That's the wrong choice. But it's wrong or right depending on your certainty in it and your conviction. Yeah. And your dedication to it. Interesting.
0: Big things. Big things happening in 2024. Do you know what you want to say yes to in the upcoming week?
1: Yes. Boy, action, collapsing timelines and taking action. I said to a friend, I had a long chat with a friend today about energetic hygiene and energetic protection and stuff. And he said, and I was talking to him about smudging. First time he's ever, anyone's ever talked to him about smudging. And, and he was talking, I was like, but you don't have to do it for long. He's buying a bunch of secondhand furniture right now. And he said, you don't have to do it for long. You can just 30 seconds under the table. It doesn't have to be a huge thing, right? Because I know him. And I know if I didn't tell him the amount of time, he would be there for 20 minutes. You know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) On one table. I got to restrict him. I know this man's tendencies. If 30 seconds is good, then boy, what would 90 seconds get me? Or what would 120 seconds? You know what I mean? This is the way that this man thinks. And I said to him, it's actually not really about how much time it takes. It's actually about, on a spiritual level, it's just intention and action. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you your intention is to clear this table of any residual energy from its last home. And then your action was to smudge it. Your action also could have been to just clean it. Or your action could have like your action could have looked, it could have been to sit it in the sun for an hour. Like you have many options here to throw some water on it, whatever you wanted to do. <laughs> throw holy um, water onto the put table. in the gro- put it in the garden. But yeah. <laughs> all of these things would work. It's actually just taking some sort of action that transmutes it transmutes the energy transmutes the the intention into action right into manifested change yeah so i think there's a lot of things i want to do with this special time frame in the next six or seven days it's the 31st today so however many days that is till the six that's seven then
0: seven days yes I <laughs> do we count the days on both sides do <laughs> it? i actually know exactly what you mean it's like when you say two days do you mean today and yesterday or Thank is you. it yesterday and the day before? This is
1: exactly what I'm talking about.
0: I don't know. I knows. don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: In this time frame, however long those days are, there's a lot I want to get done. A lot of and not just like get done is in check them off my to do list, but use this time and energy, this sacred time and energy to infuse Infuse that into the things I'm doing, maybe it just looks like taking small actions with the intention and just taking any action will do
0: Just get started. I guess that's my intention for the upcoming week. I like that saying yes to action
1: and not the full action either right Wait, I don't yeah. even just thinking of the this <clears throat> huge move I'm making and how many it's gonna be a lot again, I could do it in a week, I could do all my paperwork I don't have to i don't I don't have to do the whole thing immediately just taking some action. Again, this just reminds me of that other, just, I don't know, spiritual principle of like, when you make a move, just any move will do. You know what I mean? And then things move around you. So I don't have to actually know where we're going necessarily. I just have to move in some direction. Yep. The same person I was talking to today says he's still living in New York City. And he was like, I would get out of the subway, my Google Maps. I love this analogy. And he'd say, and you know how the Google Maps has like that little blue dot, but it doesn't, you can't always tell which way it's facing or which mm-hmm. way you're supposed to go, right or left or north, mm-hmm. whatever. And he was like, I could just stand there and stare at it and try to figure it out from where I'm this exact spot I'm standing in. Or so much easier, just take a few steps in either direction and Google Maps will catch up. Or you'll see a sign and you're like, oh, I'm going that way. Isn't that brilliant? That's exactly what happens on a spiritual level. Just take any steps in any direction, take any action, and the universe will
0: provide the next steps. It'll become clear. Yeah. Where you go next and what's happening around you? That actually reminds me when Yadin and I decided to break up, like we decided to take a break. Like we were married, but we like we had just been going through a rough time and we just couldn't figure out how to fix it. And like we just we were both at a loss. So the only thing to do so we, we could have just continued like what we were doing. and just like kept being together and like to keep trying to figure it out or whatever. But instead, we decided to break up. And we broke up for a couple of months. And it couldn't have become more clear during that time what the problem was and that we actually didn't want to break up. I'll just, I'll never forget that this is probably like a topic for a whole other podcast episode. But the fact that we made that decision and committed to that decision, like you said, things started moving around both inside of us and around us. And things just became so much more clear and they were so muddled before because. The, the the people that had gotten us into the situation we were in were not the same people that were going to get us out of it, if that makes sense. So we needed right. to commit to something, committing to being apart. We changed as, as people, even though it was just a couple of months, but it was still a very powerful time. And then those people decided to come back together and and fix things. And they did. Boy, did they in a major way. Yeah. So I believe firmly in in that principle to just doing just take any action and see what happens it was the it was a similar thing when we decided to to move down to Atlanta actually very similar to what you were saying earlier about the little change the medium change and the big change like the medium change for us was to move apartments we were just we we were going to move maybe we'll move to a different neighborhood maybe we'll try something else and then we were like not a big enough change it was just like a moment that that we had we were like about to go to sleep sleep Yadine sits up and he goes, "Do you think we're making a big enough change by just like moving mm-hmm. apartments?" And I was like, "I don't know. Let's sleep on it." We went to sleep. We woke up and I, and I sat up and I go, "What about Atlanta?" And Yadine goes, "Huh?" And then we just started looking for apartments and then we just went there, sight unseen. I think that my yes for the week. I'm starting to get scared because I haven't been my full healthy self for two weeks. I'm feeling weak, like I'm feeling like out of shape. I still have congestion in my nose, like my voice isn't fully back, like I have a really difficult song that I need to sing in a cabaret in a couple of weeks, and I'm going on set next week. And so I'm starting to experience like a little bit of fear. And I remember in last episode, I mentioned that whole audition process and and wanting to be more authentic. So what popped up in my head right before this episode is I remember when I was doing Sally Bowles and I got bronchitis. Like I've mentioned before, in Iceland, we don't have understudies. So I had to go on. And this was like such a huge learning moment for me as a performer, because the thing that has sometimes encouraged me, but most of the time discouraged me from doing things is this perfectionism of showing up and being absolutely perfect, being absolutely like pitch perfect. You're like you're hitting your marks every time. Like you're like all, all of those things, like being as perfect as you possibly can be. And I couldn't. I had bronchitis. Like I I cannot possibly yeah. physically and in, in, realistically give them the same exact Sally bowls that I've been able to give previous audiences because I am ill. I'm just ill yeah. and my voice isn't what it is. And like, I don't have the muscle support and all these things. And there was a time where I would have been so, so anxious and like, I probably would have been crying backstage because I would have been like, so afraid that it's not going to be a perfect performance. Like, I just don't like the way that I sound, like all of these things. But I remember I made it into a challenge for myself, like spiritually to, okay, like this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity Mm. for me to practice literally being imperfect or practicing self-care. And I had this mantra before I went on stage. I was just like, you know what? This is just who I am today. Mm. And this is the Sally Bowles that they're going to get. Yeah. They are getting Sally Bowles with bronchitis. There is nothing I can do about it. And I just have to accept that. And I have to just be exactly this and do what I'm doing. And I was listening to a podcast right before I came onto this podcast, and she said something like, I can only be who I am. That's it. I can only be who I am. So I'm like, So I am Yara with bronchitis. That means that my Sally bowls today will be Sally Bowles with bronchitis. So that was the mindset I, that is the mindset that I really need to go into this week. Like, you just show up exactly as you are in the place that you're in and that will be the thing that happens on the day and that will be the exact thing that needs to happen for the project that you're in because that is the day when you show up in this exact situation and, and circumstance and health and all those things and attitude and mood so i really wanna say yeah just like just saying yes to meeting myself where i'm at and if I'm not 100, 100% better when I'm singing a, a very difficult song that's very near and dear to my heart. So then it won't be 100%. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I literally just said last week that I want to in 2024 and like moving forward, I want to be more authentic and I want to show up more mm-hmm. authentically. And that includes when I am not 100%. Yeah. And trust that's exactly what needs to happen. This is a theme that I
1: feel like we've talked about a few times. But this is the first time we've talked about it in regard to performance because performance Hmm. quotes around it is there's such a connotation to that word about being the this is the best it's supposed to be right the rehearsals you can be less than you can mark i just think of dance rehearsals and like i'm just gonna mark this one (laughs) but i didn't but i'll do it full out for the performance it's okay yeah yeah but i do feel like it's the same principle as trusting the universe to speak through me Okay, so I'm showing up less than a hundred percent. And that's a gift to whomever's watching, right? So this version of this performance is exactly what these people needed to receive. I just think of times in, in, in my career where it's been, and not necessarily because I've been sick or something, but eight shows a week, I'm just done, I'm fried, and I'm like, they're gonna get a solid 70% from me. Like I've yeah. said that a <laughs> ton. They're gonna get a, a hard 70 and trusting that 70 percent of my like i could be a hundred percent and like, bring a hundred percent of my energy but like, whoa that's a lot to get you know it's oh that 70 actually feels great right now and like, because i'm coming at it maybe a little bit differently or a little bit less or where whatever however you might want to term that of like the it also opens up opportunities for the play to change a little bit for the like for the space between the audience and the change like i just think of there's one show in particular I did where I knew I, I was hitting 70%. I'm like, I'm not here today. Like emotionally, I'm hitting 70%. And oh my gosh, it was my experience of the audience was so much more intense. And I was like, oh, we have such a different, like something's going on here between us because I'm not pushing and forcing everything to be perfect and micromanaging, right? Instead, I'm being a little bit more vulnerable, right? Right. Instead of micromanaging and making everything perfect, I'm showing up a little bit more vulnerable. You're maybe able to see me a little bit more even. You're able to connect a little bit more and trusting that those people in that audience are getting out of it exactly what they're supposed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Not what I thought
0: they were supposed to get out of it. And I'm just thinking because you said 70 percent, it's very possible that the audience is meeting you with 30 Mm percent, you know, but also might be coming from somewhere else. Like, it might be coming from the divine. It might be coming from the story. And the story is going to get told. It's not just up to me to explain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not up to me to make sure that every single audience member understands and gets what's happening. Yeah. I used to get that note in Shakespeare. He was like, you don't have to explain Shakespeare to us. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, that's how it's coming across. It's, you are trying to make sure that the audience understands Shakespeare. Like, you don't have to do that. Just sit in Shakespeare. All right. Are we saying... Happy New Year? Yes, but I can't think of a single song, but I know there is. Happy New Is there a happy new It's just Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. That's right? fine. We did say Happy New Year last episode. Did we? Yeah, we could- we did. Happy New Year again everybody. It's been a pleasure and we will see you next week. Okay, bye. That concludes this week's episode of The Weekly Yes. You will find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And you can follow us on Instagram as well at The Weekly Yes. We encourage you to say yes to change and perhaps experiment with how you can transform a small change into a medium or even a big change. You can also share with us what you're saying yes to in 2024 by emailing us at theweeklyyes at gmail.com, and you might be featured in an upcoming episode. Keep saying yes, and we'll see you next week.